from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, May 21st. I'm Marco Werman. Europe's ongoing financial crisis sends global markets on a roller coaster ride. Some economists worry that the euro's troubles could end up hurting America's recovery. Everyone's worried that there is contagion in the air. Things that start in Greece can move. And later, an island where Mick Jagger thinks they should try legalizing drugs. One of the politicians said if he wants to come and discuss it any further, he'd be more than welcome, but he better not bring any drugs with him because it's, there's a zero tolerance policy. First, this news. BBC News with Ian Purden. European Union finance ministers have accepted the need for sanctions against EU countries which run up too much debt. At a meeting in Brussels on the current financial crisis caused by large state debts and falling confidence in the euro, the ministers agreed to a German call for budget deficits to be brought under control. The president of the EU, Hermann van Rompuy, said he was convinced that the EU could overcome the, uh, the crisis. All member states and all EU institutions need to work together on this. I'm deeply convinced that we can that we can surmount this crisis. The measures we have taken for Greece on May the 2nd and in a broader framework on May the 7th and the 9th have proven that the European Union is able to act. A car bomb in Iraq has killed at least 20 people at a market in a town north of Baghdad. Police said over 50 people were wounded in the attack, which happened in front of a coffee shop in the town of Khales. Jamir reports from Baghdad. The bomb went off in the early evening in the mainly Shiite town of Khales, about 80 kilometres north of Baghdad. The car containing the explosives had been parked in front of a cafe in a busy street market. It was detonated at a time when the area was sure to be crowded with people taking advantage of the evening cool after the heat of the day. Such indiscriminate attacks against Shiite areas have been a feature of the recent violence, apparently aimed at provoking a sectarian reaction against Sunnis. The U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has arrived in China, where she's expected to try to persuade the government to take a more critical approach to North Korea for the sinking of a South Korean warship. From Shanghai, here's Kim Khatas. Everybody is appealing for calm, but Mrs. Clinton clearly endorsed the results of the report. About a dozen Americans from both the government and the private sector participated in the international investigation. The Secretary of State said the evidence against North Korea was overwhelming and scientific. It was a clear signal to China. Beijing has been skeptical and had said that the investigation needed to be scientific. Any action against North Korea at the UN will require Beijing's backing. Prosecutors at a trial in France arising from the crash of an Air France Concorde in Paris ten years ago have asked for a suspended prison term for Henri Perrier, the former head of the plane's development programme. Mr Perrier has said he would not accept being held responsible for the accident. Prosecutors also want Continental Airlines of the United States fined. Investigators found that a piece of metal which fell from a Continental aircraft onto the runway had contributed to the accident. More than 100 people were killed in the crash. World News from the BBC. 
Morocco has publicly defended its decision to expel a number of Westerners over the past few months whom it accused of trying to convert Muslims to Christianity. The Islamic Affairs, Affairs Minister, Ahmed Taufik, said that the expulsions had been prompted by what he called the behaviour of some foreigners who'd been trying to convert Moroccans under the guise of other activities. The Education Board in the U.S. state of Texas is due to vote on proposed changes to the school curriculum, which critics say will politicise teaching. Religious Republicans on the Education Board are being accused of forcing their beliefs into textbooks. Conservatives say they're redressing a liberal bias. Rajesh Merchandani reports. Some religious groups...